All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Welcome in to Daily Faceoff Live, your go-to source for everything hockey. Live every weekday at noon Eastern. Happy Friday, hockey fans, and welcome in to another edition of Daily Faceoff Live, streaming live on the Daily Faceoff YouTube. I'm Tyler Remchuk, and he is our hockey insider, Frank Saravalli. And the show is brought to you by Botano 19 Plus. Please play responsibly. Frank, happy Friday. Welcome to the weekend. What a week it's been. Hmm. We had a major scandal with Corey Perry, Patrick Kane signing, Dean Evison getting fired in Minnesota. Oh, uh, and two trades this week. Not a big deal both involving the Vancouver Canucks. So let's not waste any more time and jump into things. Nikita Zadorov is on the move. Granted, he's not going very far. Staying in Western Canada, the Canucks pick up the left-handed defenseman in exchange for a third-round pick and a fifth-round pick, which was the selection they got from the Chicago Blackhawks in the Anthony Beauvillier trade. So let's start with what Vancouver's gaining here, Frank. I think this is just another great piece of work by Patrick Alvine and Jim Rutherford. Um, they're going to shore up the left side of their blue line. They found a way to do it with limited cap space by flipping Beauvillier. And I think Zadarov is just, when you look at the left side of this blue line, he's going to slide in perfectly. I'd say it was a very fortuitous turn of events for the Vancouver Canucks this week. Think about what went down in order to have to get to this point. Taylor Hall out for the season in Chicago. Corey Perry has his contract terminated. All of a sudden, the Chicago Blackhawks need some more roster support. So instead of having to add a piece to trade Anthony Beauvillier, 
They are able to unload Beauvillier to Chicago in exchange for a fifth-round pick, which for the first time in Patrick Alvin and Jim Rutherford's tenure in Vancouver, they finally have salary cap flexibility. Then, using that flexibility and using the exact same fifth-round pick that they got from the Blackhawks in the deal, they add a third-round pick and get another bona fide NHL defenseman that perfectly sets them up. Now you can put Philip Peronic back on that top pair with Quinn Hughes. And more than that, you add another bona fide NHL defenseman to your group at a time when you're banged up and you've had to use Noah Juleson, you've had to use Cole McWard. You found yourself, if you're Vancouver, in the same exact spot that you were last season that was so uncomfortable, which was we're using depth and fringe guys and asking them to play major minutes for our team. You could see and directly correlate some of what Vancouver has been experiencing the past few weeks because of the Carson Soucy injury, because some of these guys have been banged up as to a little bit of a slide in their season. And now adding in a big six foot six piece in Zadaroff who can play physical, bring a different element. And if you don't need him to play in your top four, certainly be a well-qualified third pair defenseman. It makes a ton of sense. Yeah. Like when you look at that blue line and it's fully healthy, everyone's going to be slotted in almost perfectly. And Zadaroff does have the ability at times to play up your lineup a little bit, a dream fit for the Canucks on the other side of things, or I should add quickly, Another thing I love about this, Frank, is that they got ahead of it. You're getting, whatever, 55 games of Nikita Zadarov versus waiting till the deadline and only getting 20-some-odd games of Nikita Zadarov or whoever you would have gotten at the time. So Nikita Zadarov, number four on your trade targets board. He is off the list. Let's flip the conversation around now and talk about what the Calgary Flames did in this deal. Two picks for Zadarov. He asked out. I think that probably hurt his value in this whole thing. What did you think of the return for Calgary? I don't think it necessarily hurt his value. I think the Flames are looking at it from this perspective. Could we have waited until March and got a second round pick for Nikita Zadaroff? Yeah, we probably could have. That is probably fact. However, if you value cap space and having the ability to be flexible with your roster, that's a nice piece to have in between now and March. But more importantly than that, and this is the part that the Calgary Flames won't say, but I will. They really didn't like the way that that trade request played out. They've been trying to quiet the noise there, and Nikita Zadarov's agent dumps that trade request, which is not so subtle and definitely on the nose right after a game in Toronto, to the point where Michael Backlund, who's a pretty, I don't want to say quiet, but certainly a guy that's not a yeller and screamer, needs to hold a team meeting and tell everyone, limit the drama. We got to stop this stuff. If you have an issue, take it up directly with Flames management because the first time that they heard about the trade request from Nikita Zadaroff was on social media. So they probably, and I'm guessing on my part, but knowing how upset people were, they felt like they wanted to make this move to just be done with this. Get this out of here. Limit the distractions. Let's keep some people here that actually want to be here and also give some opportunity to some young guys that might be on the way. So that's part of it as well. You know, you might look at it and say a third and a fifth, ah, not exactly exciting, but Stephen Ellis, and we'll talk to him in the next wave shortly, uh, but he knows this as well as anyone. Once you get past sort of the 15th or 20th pick in the draft. Statistically, there's not really a whole lot separating second and third. And to get the cap space and to be done with it, I like it. 
Yeah, interesting perspective with getting the cap space as well, Frank. Does that maybe leave the door open again for the Flames making a charge at some point and Craig Conroy suddenly sitting there at the deadline going, ah, maybe I don't want to sell. Maybe I want to go pick up a few pieces, maybe guys with term or something like that. Like it does give them flexibility. It does. And I don't, it, it gives them flexibility to do a lot of different things to add, mm-hmm. uh, to continue to subtract whatever they want to do. I, I don't think you can ever go wrong having more freedom and flexibility. Yeah. Let's stay in the Western Conference. Let's stay in the Pacific Division here. A big matchup yesterday between the Vegas Golden Knights and the Vancouver Canucks, and it was the Golden Knights coming out on top. A 4-1 final. Jack Eichel finds the back of the net in his 500th career NHL game. He finishes with a three-point night as well. That Golden Knights top line was just dominant. Thatcher Demko, man, I I feel for him in that hockey game last night. He was just getting 44 shots. Yeah, like, I mean, the Golden Knights were all over him. I even, that first goal they scored, I think Thatcher Demko faced like four shots in under a minute, and then the fifth one finally beat him. Uh, That was not on Thatcher Demko. That was the Golden Knights flexing their muscles a little bit. So you asked me, I think it was yesterday on the DFO rundown, um, are the Vancouver Canucks the class of the Pacific Division? And my answer was no, and I felt like this was kind of a, measuring stick game a nice opportunity for the Canucks still you know minus Zadaroff because he didn't play um but moving forward I think this team has had a tremendous start to the year I love the pieces that they have um you start to see a little bit of a correction like Quinn Hughes projected pace in terms of points is coming down a bit like some of these things are kind of coming back to earth Um, But at the same time, the strides that they've taken shouldn't be forgotten. I just think that when you look at Vegas and how consistently they play and defend, and you look at the LA Kings, their loss this week to the Washington Capitals notwithstanding, I think those teams are a notch above the Canucks at this point. I think the Canucks are a firm playoff team, but I don't have them in that contender category. And if you're a Canucks fan, don't sit here and be sad because... I was one of the guys out there from the very beginning this year saying playoff team, and they're going to be there. It's a big step forward from what they were considered by many prior to the season starting. But I think it just goes to show you that that next level to get to is really hard. Yeah, the Canucks now five and five in their last 10 games. Vegas starting to turn things around after a bit of a, I don't even want to call it a slump, but we'll say a mini slump, I suppose there, but they get back in the win column. Uh, Just a note from that game as well. Aiden Hill left for precautionary reasons. He did stay dressed as the backup, so it doesn't sound like it's too serious. And an an interesting note from the Vegas Golden Knights last night, they're now the only team in the league to have every player, goalies included, who have dressed for a game this year record a point on the season. So the goal that is with depth. That is factually inaccurate, I believe. I believe both Coyotes goalies have assists this year. Okay, then the Vegas Golden Knights Twitter account was wrong. <laughs> I, I uh, only know that because our the great Mike Gould noted Twitter noted uh Coyotes fan uh also put something out there about it. Ah, well, there you go. Then never mind my fun fact about the Vegas Golden Knights. Let's get to some breaking news. From this morning, Frank, you were the guy who had it on Twitter. Sam Montembeau and the Montreal Canadiens have agreed to a three-year contract extension that carries an AAV just north of $3 million. Montembeau, you see his numbers here, putting together a nice season with the Habs. And he's been having a couple of really nice runs here. A guy who's just absolutely turned his season or his career around after being basically a waiver wire guy. 
for a couple of seasons. Dating back to the start of last season, this was courtesy of Alex Moretto on Twitter. Montembeau has saved 21.4 goals above expected in 50 games. It is ninth in the NHL over that span. The only goalies above him, Sorokin, Allmark, Saros, Hellebuck, Shesterkin, Swayman, Vasilevsky, and Ottinger. That is some elite company for Montembeau. I'm saying all of that and wrapping it up with, this is a nice piece of work by Ken Hughes. It is, and I think some people look at the AAV and they go, ooh, that seems kind of high. But if it if you think it's high, consider what some of the other going rates have been for guys that are extending in similar positions, chewing up UFA years. I mean, take a look at the contract of Elvis Merzlikens at 5.4. Take a look at the deal that Jonas Corposalo got in Ottawa. Like those are in the fives. And yes, Montembeau may not have that same exact body of work. But what I do think this clearly signifies is Sam Montembeau is hoped to be the guy that bridges the gap for the Montreal Canadiens between Carey Price and the next guy of the future. Because you look at Jake Allen and the spot that he's been in, it's sort of been like, unfortunately for him, mop up duty with some really tough years. Um, he has some term left on his deal. But when you look at Jake Allen and moving forward, there's a reason why I put Jake Allen or Caden Primo on our trade targets board yesterday. I didn't include Sam Montembeau because that was always sort of the designation, the thought process for the Canadians was Montembeau's our guy. I think in a perfect world, Caden Primo will be the backup. And then you move Jake Allen on to another team and I'd expect now that with this extension being completed, that the Montreal Canadiens will sort of pick up the discussions to get to a point where they only have two goalies and they go about moving on from Jake Allen, not in a negative way, but just because think about Caden Primo who played last night for Montreal. He was excellent. Um, and it's only his fifth game of the season. And every practice that you're at, you don't get pucks in, and shots on net, you got to go stand in the corner for five minutes and wait your turn to the next guy. So it's not ideal having three and they've sort of lived with that and done quite well. And I also think that some praise here needs to go for Montembeau to their goalie coach and Eric Raymond, who's done a, a fantastic job uh, in Montreal with all three guys. If you look at the steps that Caden Primo has taken. Just looking at Jake Allen and that contract, one more year at $3.85 million. He's got a seven-team no-trade list this season as well. Do you think either of those could prove to be sticking points in finding a new home for Allen? In a word, no. Okay. We'll see if Montreal, if there's a little bit more pressure on them to go out and move on from Jake Allen now that they got both Montembeau and Primo locked up next season. What a luxury it would be for the Habs to have their two goalies signed for next year at just a hair over $4 million. It'd be something. Uh, let's keep the goalie talk going here, Frank, and get to our generous guy of the week. It is brought to you by Crown Royal. Generosity lives in the small things, and there's no one way to be generous. There's endless ways and a crown for everyone. Crown Royal, crown everything. And today, Frank, I'm taking this one, and I'm going to Tristan Jari, who gave the gift of a goalie goal. Hockey fans love it. For the first time, Pittsburgh Penguins fans have a legitimate goalie goal where the goalie shoots it himself. And look at the air, the hang time on that shot. It's basically a two-bouncer from Tristan Jari. Uh, I was familiar with his work in the WHL back in junior, Frank. He loved attempting these. He would do it all the time. It is great to see Tristan Jari finally get one at the NHL level. And it was a hell of a shot as well. It was, and I loved his explanation after the game because 
he had clearly thought about this a lot and he said he had a really good idea that he, he knew it was going in once he was able to clear everyone's heads uh, and get it down the ice. But then it was kind of like listening to Tristan Jari was kind of like listening to Tiger Woods after his round yesterday. Like he was talking about like the bounces that would be involved and how the puck was spinning. And it was like, man, this guy really put a lot of thought into it. And I was thinking like Tiger Woods was like, well, I was having trouble flighting the ball and the wind was over here. And I was like, well, should I knock this shot down? It's like Tristan Jari, the goalie, generous in his uh, explanation and his thought process in terms of what made that goal go in. It's kind of a shame that the Penguins GM is no longer Ron Hextall because his first one going in uh, as a goalie was... It was very similar looking. So uh, interesting spot in the game. And we always love a juicy goalie goal. Yeah. I also always get a chuckle whenever it happens on the road and the home crowd still kind of like goes crazy a little bit. And it's like, ah, our team lost, but we got to see a goalie goal. That's pretty cool. It's one of those simple things that makes hockey fans happy. It was kind of like you on Sunday when you came to Philly, you were like, ah, the bills lost, but I had a great time. Yeah, sure. That's one way to put it, Frank. (laughs) All right, there you go. That is a wrap on our Crown Royal Generous Guy. There is a crown for everyone. Crown Royal, crown everything. It doesn't take a million-dollar donation or name on a hospital wing. This. This is where generosity lives. get to our big segment today it is the next wave and it is delivered by doordash where for a limited time our canadian listeners can get 25 percent off and zero delivery fees on their first order of 15 dollars more when they download the doordash app and use the promo code nation 25 make doordash your holiday hack this holiday season steven ellis joining the program as he does every week for the next wave as we talk about some rookies and prospects around the world of hockey and steven let's start with the calder race yes we know Connor Bedard is the favorite, but I want to know if there's been a player in the month of November who's maybe shot up your Calder rankings a little bit. Oh, I guess we got to keep it with the Connor train being Connor's area out of the Calgary Flames. He has 10 points in 13 games this year. Uh, only Connor Bedard, and I believe he had 11 points, um, beat out Zari's production uh, last month. You know, watching him kind of integrate in this lineup has been fun to watch because this was a guy that when he was drafted, everyone knew the skill was there. He put up really good numbers in the WHL of Kamloops. And, he, he, you know, he had some rough little goes there in Stockton for a little bit, started to pick it up last year with the Wranglers and uh, started off great this year in the AHL. So it was only a matter of time before he got the call up. I think, you know, the question of last year was he deserved to get a chance, but obviously you see if the coaching, they did not want to give the young guys a chance. But this year, the way he's playing, he's already on the second line. It's been good. Now, he did start off really well. He got four points in his first four games. Uh, it's been a little bit kind of hit or miss. I don't think he actually has gotten since those first four games. He's gotten points in back-to-back games. Uh, and his ice time continues to fluctuate, sometimes 12 minutes, sometimes 16 minutes. But just the way he's been playing, the way he's attacking, uh, it's this looks like we, we knew he was going to be able to produce when he got the opportunity. I don't think I expected these type of numbers right off the bat, but uh, he's been a huge part of Calgary's uh, lineup this past month. It's funny. You just made me think, Stephen, that uh, the tagline for Daryl Sutter's tenure, Daryl Sutter, I hate young people. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, it's the most wonderful time of the year. And I'm not talking about Christmas. I'm talking about world junior season right on tap. And that means that Team Canada will be hosting its uh, camp in just about a week's time. 
So who is on your radar? Who's catching your eye that will we should be paying attention to in Team Canada camp? I'm excited for that camp. It is going to be in Oakville, Ontario, which is uh, it's a six-minute drive um, from my house to the arena. So it's going to be very convenient to it's get a, there. It's but like a, a hockey junkie getting his his daily fix. Like it's super close. It's amazing. When I heard that, I'm like, oh, this is the best thing ever. Uh, I'm going to USA's camp too, and that's in Michigan. That's a bit of a farther drive. Uh, but the two names I'm keeping an eye on are Cal Ritchie and Isaiah George. Uh, Cal Ritchie, they're, they're actually both from Oakville. That's not uh, the, the coincidence in this case. But we're looking at Ritchie. He hasn't played a lot this year. He dealt with a shoulder injury at the end of the under-18s last year. He you know, missed the start of the year. He only just recently started playing. But he's playing really well. He's on pace for 72 points in 51 games this year, which would be his best output in the OHL. But he's a lot more than just a score. He's a really good two-way player. And with Shane Wright expected to be not going to this team with Ron Francis' comments uh, last month, I do think that Richie could kind of fill the same role. Very good defensively, a good two-way player, continues to improve. He's got the offensive ability. He makes everyone around him better. Uh, he did play with Macklin Celebrini and uh, Matt Wood at the U18s, and I thought he looked great. Uh, but again, hasn't played a lot, so we'll see how that kind of factors into it. But I, I think he deserves to be on this Canadian team. The other one that's a bit of a long shot, but one to watch if he does make it to the camp roster is Isaiah George, New York Islanders prospect. This guy, you know, you don't the points will never scream off the board here. I think he's on pace for like 23 points, which is almost identical to what he, he's done the last two years in the OHL. But He's a guy that plays a very physical game. He's about 200 pounds. He loves to throw his weight around. Looks very good in development camp with the Islanders. Look good in training camp. Scouts I've talked to are really high on him. You know, Again, not flashy. Might be your seventh defenseman. Might just be a shutdown guy. But he's very good at that. And when, in a tournament like this, bigger ice, he skates quite well for a guy who likes to throw hits and is on the heavier side of things. So I'm looking forward to see if he gets a chance. I love World Junior Time. Always great to sit around the TV around the holidays and watch some good hockey. Uh, and that always, of course, bleeds into a lot of draft talk. We know Macklin Celebrini is likely going to be the first pick and the first forward off the board in 2024. But you're hearing there's maybe a defenseman making some noise to potentially be the first D-man taken in the draft. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. 
Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. Yeah, you know, depending on who you talk to, a lot of them, a lot of scouts will say something different. But the one that a lot are really pointing to right now is Zane Parekh out of the Saginaw Spirit. He's got 31 points in 23 games already this year, which is unbelievable for a defenseman. He's on pace for 27 goals in 92 points, which is unbelievable. Uh, Minchukov was his defense partner last year when Sag got on. Uh, obviously, uh, that's a good guy to have uh, as a mentor there. Parekh's been able to lead the power play. He blocks a lot of shots. If you're a fantasy owner, he's going to be a, a gem in the future. But I would not be shocked if he makes this Canadian World Junior team too, just putting up unbelievable numbers, so smart with the puck, uh, rushes it very well, very good defensively. He's just an all-around talent. So I would not be surprised, uh, you know, just talking to some scouts. Some think he could go as high as three or high as four. I'm thinking more it, – it's it's a very tough battle at the top of the defense category this year because there are so many good blue liners, but you don't get dynamic defensemen like him, so much so that I've had two scouts specifically say they remind him of Kale McCarr at the same age. Yeah, it's interesting, Stephen. You've got um... – Artem Levshunov, who's at Michigan State, Sam Dickinson, of course, in London, um, Adam Yurichek, who is David Yurichek's brother, uh, also on defense. But I wanted to ask you quickly um, about Anton Siliev in Russia, six foot seven. We just saw Nikita Zadarov traded. How is Siliev's season shaping up? Well, he's having actually statistically one of the best seasons we've ever seen out of uh, Russian. Uh, under 18 defensemen, just unbelievable season. The what he's playing, uh, you know, a huge guy, six foot seven, but he skates really well. Uh, so a lot of the hype has kind of fallen on him. He's not putting up all those points, but that was never his game. His game was again how well he moves. He cuts the angles off and uses his size. I wouldn't again. The the biggest storyline for me is not who's going first in this draft. It's which defenseman is taken first and. Vasily of the way he's playing, I know scouts think the the world of him. They compare him to Victor Hedman and say, like, this guy is just the, the potential is so high here. He's playing on a mid-pack KHL team. He's getting a lot of ice time. He's getting those opportunities, but he's looking great. Uh, easily one of my favorite prospects to watch. Yeah, it's yeah, interesting. You, you had um, Zane Parekh as the fifth defenseman taken on your November rankings on dailyfaceoff.com. So if Parekh ends up going, you know, the first defenseman off the board – it's going to be a pretty big jump. And it's just, you know, the this past month has been huge for him. Uh, he kind of started off with a quiet Halinka Gretzky, but uh, ever since then, he's just been on an absolute roll. Probably the best season of any defenseman in this draft. So uh, I think that he's, I'm already putting together my next rankings before the World Juniors, and he is definitely the biggest mover so far. You've been on Silly of too. You first mentioned him on our show in what, back in early October, I think was the first time you brought up his name. So uh, that's why we keep you around, Stephen Ellis. I hope you have a great weekend and thanks for stopping by with another edition of The Next Wave delivered by DoorDash. Moving along to our daily face-off inbox question, hashtag AskDFO. Man, the hits keep coming for the New Jersey Devils, Frank. I don't know if you happened to see this last night, but Luke Hughes got ran pretty hard in this game, ended up leaving as well. Uh, is there an update on the Devils' super rookie this morning? Well, consider he scored the OT winner. I oh, would sorry, say right there. there's no update needed. Um, <laughs> however, I wanted to talk about this because... Garnet Hathaway was given a match penalty and game misconduct for this hit, which there's nothing wrong with. And you saw Jack Hughes 
chirping on the bench to the officials, do your bleeping job. I love the brotherly support, but because um, his younger brother here decided to let up because he thought an icing call was coming, this is the National Hockey League. You've got to be prepared and Garnet Hathaway, for whatever reason, they reviewed this and still came out with this being a uh, match penalty and game misconduct. I don't understand it. This is a total botch job by the officials in terms of this call. It is clean as a whistle. Can we run it again? I just want to take one more peek at it. Because um, I know we've talked in the past. Like, Remember there was that Okpozo play on Makar that we didn't like. I guess the difference here is that Hathaway's not firmly behind Hughes. Like they're kind of side by side. Would that be the difference? No, there's no side hits are fine. They're they're yeah. like there's it, the thing is Luke Hughes thought this was going to be an icing, so he slowed down and stopped playing and wasn't expecting the hit, and he got jacked up. That's not a reason for making this a match penalty and game misconduct. Like I said, it is clean as could possibly be. There's nothing wrong with this hit. It should have never been a two-minute penalty, let alone anything more than that. And Jack Hughes chirping at the officials was totally offside and wrong, saying, do your bleeping job. Fair enough. Uh, we did get one over in the YouTube chat from Tony. We've obviously, obviously seen Patrick Kane come off the board in the last week. He mentioned some other unsigned free agents, Ethan Bear, Phil Kessel, Wayne Simmons, Zach Parise. He's wondering if any of those guys could find a spot on an NHL roster or if they're just going to wind up sitting out the whole year. Um, Ethan Bear, I think, is getting pretty close. And I do think the Canucks are interested. We were just talking in the beginning of the show about the idea of the Canucks really trying to use bona fide NHL defensemen instead of, you know, sort of fringe depth call-ups. Um, that's their goal would be to continue to add depth. The nice thing about Bear is he's not going to cost you a lot. Um, but I, as mentioned, I think in yesterday's show too, like the one thing is conditioning has been an issue for him. So I hope it doesn't take him too long to get up to speed. Let's move along to our Botano Daily Bets for the day. A nice little one-and-one one for me yesterday, nailing the under in Vegas and Vancouver, but missing out on my shot prop parlay. Tonight, I am rolling with the over between Columbus and Ottawa. Ottawa's been struggling to keep pucks out of their net. Columbus has played in a handful of very, very high-scoring hockey games as of late, so the numbers juiced up a little bit at minus 133, but I still don't mind rolling with the over between Otto and Columbus. And I'm also going to take a couple of Jack Hughes props. we got Jack Hughes to get a power play point as the Devils get into action tonight. Back-to-back -back games where Jack Hughes has picked up a power play point, so I like the plus money price tag there. And also, Hughes has been a shots-on-goal machine. Eight shots on goal, nine shots on goal, five shots on goal. He's been hammering this number as of late, so I like the Jack Hughes shot prop at four and a half. So double dipping on the Devils superstar and taking the over between Ottawa and Columbus, which brings us to garbage time for today, Frank. And it is brought to you by Wendy's and our Wendy's daily face-off survivor game. For those of you who dream about smoking the competition, Wendy's is rewarding you with weekly prizes. And here's the, here's the big secret, not just to good combos, but also to good lineups, it's syrupdipitous, as our friends at Wendy's like to say. Frank, just like their new limited edition chicken strips and French toast sticks, which you can order now at Wendy's and on the Wendy's app. Uh, you are out, but the game's going to reset right away. So new life for all of us. I need it because I've been getting absolutely slaughtered in our daily face-off survivor pool. I can't, I can't get past Monday. I know. So if you thought going against the hockey insider, I hate that term, uh, 
was was going to be interesting. I, I'm not even in the game long enough to make it interesting. So it goes to show you what I know in terms of picking games and players and also why I'd be a really bad sports gambler. Uh, but brings us to garbage time and wanted to give a shout out to uh, Jake Neighbors and his dad. An unreal moment in the St. Louis Blues game last night where his dad is actually on the broadcast as a guest the exact moment that his son scores a goal. Take a listen. It's, yeah, I mean, obviously, it's very exciting. He's playing so well right now, and it's just good to see him get rewarded for the hard work, you know. And just now how about that right on cue we got to see the replay you got to break this down for us here we'll see the replay you can watch it up on the jumbotron and break it down for us okay how about that jake neighbor scores his eighth goal of the season and here's the replay coming up right here that's what they've wanted from him that's what they need net front Deflecting pucks, get a rebound, bang it in. There you go. A couple of Oil Kings legends getting some love today on the show with Tristan Jari and then Jake Neighbors right there. I absolutely love Jake Neighbors, who, by the way, is now leading the St. Louis Blues in goals this season with nine. 21-year-old, he was the 26th overall pick for the Blues a few years back. His career has kind of come in fits and starts. But I think he's now arrived at the NHL level. We just got to get him a few more apples so he can get up there on the, the team points lead because he's not very close. You have to scroll way down, and then you're like, oh, wait, he's got nine goals. Wait, that's more than anyone else on the team so far this year. Yeah, it's been quite the season for the Calgary, Alberta native uh, and a really cool moment between him and his dad on the Blues broadcast. That is going to be a wrap for this week's editions of Daily Faceoff Live. All of them brought to you by Patano. All of them on the Daily Faceoff YouTube where you, the commenters, were tremendous. Make sure you hit that like button before you close the window today. Frank, you have a good weekend. I'm going to go back to scrolling Twitter and waiting for Shohei Otani to sign with the Blue Jays. Thanks for tuning in to Daily Faceoff Live. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to never miss an episode. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. 
So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special coming your way this playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge. And let me tell you, it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal. Every playoff game day, you're going to be faced with four questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle. And here's a sneak peek into some of those questions we'll be firing your way. First up, you got to pick the winning team. That sounds simple, right? But there's more. You got to decide if the total amount of goals in the game will be over or under a certain amount. And that's where the real strategy starts to kick in. Next up, you're picking who's going to find the back of the net first. And you're going to want to be careful because that's one that could be cooked early on in the game. And finally, you got to predict which period is going to be the highest scoring. Will it be a barn burner in the first, a shootout in the second, or a nail biter in the third? That's up to you to decide. Now let's talk about prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? For the daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards to treat yourself to some fresh nation gear and you might even win a jersey from your favorite team. And for the big dogs, those who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge. Play now at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess.